0: Are you guys ready to tackle this physical heartstring? It's a really big one because it contains a lot of different components. But I want to dive into it with you today and hopefully break down and make it a little bit easier for you guys to feel like you can tackle this physical heartstring in your life. So, first of all, we're going to go through kind of the different categories that fall under the physical heartstring. Then I want to share with you why I feel like it's so important that that physical heartstring is there and in your life. And then third, I want to walk you through just some really simple, tangible ways to get that heart string involved in your life so that it doesn't have to feel big and overwhelming, but hopefully make it feel like it's manageable and doable. So are you guys ready? Let's jump in and do this. Okay. So, the physical heartstring really is big and it really does incorporate a lot of things. And I feel like as I live my days, I kind of see more and more little components of it getting added into my life. But the physical heartstring. it it encompasses so much. So it's going to encompass and you guys don't start rolling your eyes and don't start grumbling under your breath, but it encompasses things like working out, moving your body. It encompasses things like your nutrition, how you fuel your body. Those two things, um, are what really help your body work at its optimal functioning powers. So, I know that those sometimes, you know, when people say working out and nutrition, it just seems like we're beating a dead horse, but we're not. It really is um, a huge part of that physical heartstring. And sleep, that one might be one that surprises you guys. Sleep is a huge part of the physical heartstring because your body needs its rest. There's a lot of things that happen. When your body is at rest. And so it's really important. And then our hair, our makeup, and our clothes or our appearance, I guess, is probably how you could kind of categorize those three. That falls under the physical heartstring. And for those of you that really don't um, like that part, <laughs> I understand. But hopefully by the end of the podcast, um, you understand the value in it. Um, and then, last but not least, it also the physical heartstring also includes things like our appointments, our doctor's appointments, our dental appointments, our girly doctor appointments. You guys, those are really vital to our health, and those cannot be ignored. So, if you were just going to give like a quick rundown of what the physical heartstring includes, it would be workout, nutrition, sleep, your appearance. And your healthcare appointments. And that does, that's five things, that's five categories, but each of those categories does seem big. And you guys, I always do the physical heartstring when I run through the five heartstrings. You know, I always do spiritual first if you listen to our spiritual heartstring podcast. To me, the spiritual heartstring is absolutely foundational to our lives and and we have to have it. It has to be first. Um, for all the different reasons. And if you hadn't, haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, please go back and take a minute to listen to it. Because I really do feel that it is the first heartstring for a reason. But this second heartstring, the physical heartstring, I feel is really important as well. Because as we go and we talk in the next episodes about the emotional, the mental, and the relational The physical heartstring plays a big part in those other three heartstrings. So we have to take care of ourselves physically. Our bodies have limits. Our bodies are human. And we cannot go 24-7 without a break. And so we want to make sure that we are always having our body function at its best. So that we can always be giving our best, And you guys, you know, we've all heard, you know, the analogy or not the analogy, but the example that, you know, they give on an airplane. Like you have to put your oxygen mask on first before you put it on your child because you can't be in the middle of passing out um, and help your child get the mask on. And same thing, if you're drowning in the water, if you're drowning in life, it's going to be really difficult for you to come alongside and encourage and help somebody else in life. If you're drowning yourself, so that physical heartstring really does have a lot of value and it really does carry a lot of weight. The other reason that I feel the physical heartstring is really important is because it is a reflection of Jesus. And I am not saying that you need to be out wearing all the latest name brands and all the latest trends and, you know, have all your fancy makeup and your big old hair and, you know, all of that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you need to get up and look like you've made an effort. You need to get up, get that heart, get that mind, get your mind set, all of it moving in a forward direction so that when you are out and about during the day, other people see that. If they come up to you and you're just wore out and exhausted. You're wearing your clothes that you slept in last night. Your hair is kind of maybe just like, maybe you didn't even brush it. Maybe you just like slung it into a ponytail real quick. And believe me, I love ponytails. I have really long hair. So this is nothing against a ponytail, but you can have a nice ponytail and you can have a ponytail that looks like you just woke up out of bed and it's not cute. So Please hear my heart in what I'm saying. And I'm not even saying that you need to be somebody who wears makeup. If you love makeup, wear makeup. If you don't love makeup, don't wear makeup. But maybe get up and splash some water on your face and give it a good cleaning. You know, brush your teeth. You guys, these are, our, in our house, we call them the basics. When my kids were little, it was like, are you guys ready to go? And they'd kind of look at me and I'd, you know, run through, do you have your clothes on? You know, did you brush your teeth? Did you comb your hair? And so instead of me running through that list every time, I just started calling it the basics. Do you have your basics done? So as you are out and about, you're representing Jesus and you guys, you want to represent him well. And so get up in the morning and, and look like you have made an effort to put yourself together because not only is it going to help you in your mindset, but you're also going to give a great representation of Jesus. So. How do you tackle this huge heartstring and all its different components without feeling overwhelmed and without it taking up your whole day? Because I realize that it feels like it could be a really big heartstring and that it could take up a lot of your day. And it shouldn't and it doesn't need to. So let's break it down. Let's start with our workouts. You guys, when I say that it's good for you to be working out, There are seven days in a week. I know that we kind of live and feel like we have to do everything in five days because we all just want to kind of check out Saturday and Sunday. But there really still are seven days in a week that we can utilize. So three to four days a week of a workout is what I would love to encourage you with. And that's only half the week. So look at your schedule, look at how your week lays out, and say, you know what, What three to four days a week can I squeeze in a workout? And a workout doesn't have to be an hour, and a workout doesn't have to be at a gym. A workout can be a 20-minute walk with your friend. Maybe you jump on the phone and you do a walk on the phone, catch up with a friend that you don't get to catch up with very often, and just go set a timer for 20 minutes and walk around your neighborhood or walk at the park. You guys, obviously joining the gym is a great thing too. There's classes you can do. There's equipment you can use. Maybe there's a program you want to sign up for online. Whatever you want to do, it honestly doesn't matter what it is. It's just that you're doing it three to four days a week and that you're doing it for 20 to 30 minutes. You can work out longer than that if your life and your schedule allows for that and it's something that you enjoy, wonderful. But if you're not working out right now because you feel like you need to set aside 45 minutes a day to do that, you guys, you don't. Start with 20 minutes. Just jump in, set a 20-minute timer, and, and just do it. Get it started. When my kids were really little, some days I really wanted to just walk. I didn't want to do a workout DVD or, um, I don't know, I, I just I wanted to walk. And my workout time was when my kids were napping. And we have a big circular driveway that goes around our house. And so I would pop music in or I'd get on the phone and I would just walk lap after lap after lap around my house so that I could hear my kids if they woke up, but I could also just get that walking in. So I'm sure that I looked ridiculous. Fortunately, we really don't have very many neighbors (laughs) and they were gone during the day. But you know what? I didn't care. I just, I wanted to get out. I wanted to be moving. I wanted to be outside. So I'd set a timer and it was just 20 minutes of laps around my house. So you guys get creative. Make it fun. If you need accountability, grab a friend. Friends always need each other to encourage each other. So grab a friend and just say, hey, three days a week, can we commit to walking for 20 minutes? Like, let's just do it. Okay, the other big one, nutrition. I know nutrition can feel huge, and there's so many different messages. There's so many different things. And here's what I want to encourage you with. Wholehearted, you guys, we have Amy. And if you don't know Amy or you haven't seen her on our post, you have to go check her out. Go follow us. On Facebook, we're wholehearted, and on Instagram, we're her wholehearted life. And Amy gets on there. She does all of our fitness. She does all of our nutrition. And you guys, the awesome thing with Amy is that she makes it so tangible, and she makes it so everyday life. She doesn't make you cut things out of your diet. She doesn't feel that you need to go extreme. She really teaches you habits that you can incorporate into your everyday life to make it easy. So I want to encourage you, nutrition can be easy. It does not have to be overwhelming. You do not have to be a nutrition expert in five minutes. You can take little baby steps and just start making little choices and little goals at a time. So what I did is I started first just with my calories. It was, okay, what am I burning and what am I putting in every day? So obviously you want to be burning more calories than you're eating. Okay, so it's really easy to figure that out. There's tons of different, you know, resources online. There's different apps you can use. Just start there. Just start counting your calories. That's it. Super simple. I do want to encourage you, though, don't do a deficit in your calories that is too much. That is dangerous, and it also doesn't help your body. So make sure that you're using wisdom in your calorie counting and burning and all of that. So, you want to have to about a 300 to a 500 calorie deficit on average per day. If you have questions about any of this, please reach out. You can private message Amy or I at the, you know, on social media and ask questions. Amy is always available. She loves to talk about nutrition, but you guys get online and just and, and make it simple. It does not have to be hard. And here's a bonus. When you're working out, you're burning more calories. So, you know, there's that. That means you get to have a little bit of extra in the day. So, um, but I will also tell you that if you don't eat enough calories, then your body will hang on to every single calorie. So your goal with your nutrition is not to be skinny. Your goal with nutrition is to fuel your body the way it needs to be fueled so it can work at its best performance level, okay? I really want you guys to hear that. You are not managing your nutrition to be skinny. That is not what nutrition is about. That is not what wholehearted is about. We are not about making you skinny. And if that's your goal, then we are not the program for you. We want healthy, (laughs) high-functioning... Women who know how to handle their body. So you want to find out what is the best way to fuel your body. And I will tell you right now that a lot of us are probably not fueling our bodies the way they need to be. So we need to be setting small little goals. But you guys, again, Amy is available. Amy is a resource for us that we get to use and ask questions. And so don't hesitate to reach out to Amy. Okay. Now, let's go to our appearance. We're going to talk about... Oh, no, no, no. Let's talk about sleep because that kind of all goes with nutrition and working out. You guys, your sleep is vital. There is so much that happens in your body when you rest and when your body has a chance to recoup. So I I set myself a regular bedtime. It doesn't mean I follow it every single night, but as much as I can, which is probably five to six nights a week, I... Keep a very regular bedtime and I'm up at pretty much the same time almost every day as well. And for some reason, my body, if I'm in bed and going to sleep between 10 and 10.30 at night, I sleep like a baby, I wake up totally energized and ready to go, and I can go all day long. So you need to find out for you, what what time does your body naturally start to get really tired? And if you can get in bed at that point in time, And just go to sleep I think you will find that your body will begin to set a clock around that and you guys that's awesome like for your body to be able to get into a sleeping rhythm awake asleep rhythm is fantastic so set a bedtime that's realistic don't set a bedtime that's like I need to be in bed by 8 o'clock because I want to be in bed at 8 o'clock well let's be realistic most of us are probably not going to be going to bed at 8 o'clock If we have a job that gets us up at 4 in the morning, then maybe we are going to bed at 8 o'clock. But probably somewhere between 9 and 11, depending on what kind of life you live, is a pretty good bedtime for you. And then up anywhere between 6.30 and 7 or even 6 is probably great as well. So you guys, figure that out. Figure out what is the best sleeping schedule and routine for you and your body. And then really make it a goal to stick to that because it is important for your body to get the amount of rest that it needs. And then now let's jump to our appearance. So if you remember, appearance covers clothes, hair, makeup. And you guys, here is, here's the thing. Get up and make an effort that's it. It it doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to be complicated. Some of us love fashion and we love, you know, makeup and we love to keep, you know, all the trends and all of that. And if you do, awesome. Then you get to focus on other areas in your physical heart (laughs) string. But for those of you that this is maybe a tough one, you know, just make little goals. It doesn't mean you need to get up and, you know, wear a three-piece suit every day. I mean, get up and maybe you are going to be working out in the middle of your day. Okay. So, get up and put on a workout outfit that matches. Like maybe your shirt matches your pants. So it's coordinated. You didn't just randomly throw on a pair of old sweats with an old ratty t-shirt. You know, get up and make sure you've put an effort into how you appear. Brush your hair, brush your teeth. You know, all of those all of those things that are important. Um I know that it seems kind of silly that we would even need to mention that area. <laughs> but I think there's, there's some of us that that's a tough thing to do. I think some of us that are kind of home during the day too, it's like, well, nobody sees us. Who cares? But it does matter. And I think it does do something in our minds and in our hearts and in our souls when we get up and we take the time to make ourselves get ready for the day. So you guys make sure that, you know, you, you allow enough time. You don't want to, you don't want to have your morning be stressful. So if you need, you know, 10 minutes to do your makeup and 10 minutes to do your hair and, you know, maybe you lay your outfit out the night before so that you're not trying to rush and throw something together, you know, lay your outfit out the night before I have it I love to shower I have really long hair and it takes forever to dry and so I don't shower in the morning I shower before I go to bed at night and I just kind of let my hair drip dry all night when I wake up in the morning it's dry and you know I can do with it whatever I need to do with it in the morning and that saves me a ton of time so make it practical make it doable um, and make it work in your life Okay, and then the next subject is your doctor's appointment. So we have appointments that we need to keep. Dentist, doctor, female doctor, you know, your girly doctor. And you guys, I know those appointments aren't fun. I know they're not great. Um, A lot of times they feel like a big time suck in our day. Maybe we have to juggle other things around it. But I really want to encourage you. There is so much that goes on in our bodies. And if we can stay on top of them, our health will thank us. And our bodies will thank us. And if there's issues that are going to rise up, if we can tackle them early, it's so much better. And there was a season in my life where I did not take care of things like that. I didn't it was mainly the dentist and I don't even have a fear of the dentist. I love getting my teeth cleaned. It feels so good. Um, it just was very hard for me to squeeze in those cleanings into my day. And so, um, what I, I ended up not going to the dentist probably for like three or four years. And I kind of cringe thinking about that now, but When I ended up finally going back to the dentist, you guys, it was so much time. It took a lot of appointments to fix what I had neglected during that season of my life. So you feel like you're saving time in the immediate, but you're really not. It's going to end up costing you more time later. So I really want to encourage you to stay on top of those things. Stay on top of those appointments and make sure you're getting your health checked regularly um, those are things that we really need to do. So, all right, you guys, I hope this episode has not been overwhelming. I hope it hasn't been, um, you know, just overwhelming and making you feel like, Oh my gosh, there's one more thing to do. Hopefully it's helped break it down a little bit for you so that you really know what the physical heartstring entails. And you guys, we're always here for you. We are here, we are reachable. Just send us a message. We are quick to reply and we wanna be available to you. We wanna encourage you. We wanna be an inspiration to you. So share with us the struggles, share with us the questions, share with us the victories and the things that you're overcoming. We wanna be here as a resource for you. So please reach out and let us know um, what we can do and what we can add and how we can help because we really do care about you and we want you to live your wholehearted life so that you can fulfill your God-given purpose. So reach out to us and we're going to jump on. The next episode is going to be the emotional heartstring, and we'll dive into that a little bit deeper and what that all entails. All right, you guys. See ya.